Welcome to Gleanings, where we explore holistic approaches to reaching your true potential, mind, body, and soul. was a year of awakening. It was a rip the carpet from under you and see how you land here. It was the perfect storm that opened our eyes to our strengths and our areas that have opportunity for growth. Two words swirled around anxiety and depression. Let's dive into these two terms and discover just where we can go with them. At the end of this episode, you will hear about a free workbook that will guide you through activities that will help you stay in the here and now. Let's view anxiety as being stuck in the future and depression as being stuck in the past. Now, if you've ever struggled with either of these, you know that neither is to be taken lightly and neither of these can be resolved within a single podcast. Let's just take this opportunity, though, to start shifting the hold that either one or both of these may have on our mindset and therefore our progress in life. If you remember from our War Within episode, we considered the mindset that thoughts are not reality. What if instead of allowing anxiety to cripple us, if instead we used our triggers of anxiety to become pathways for growth and of being thought of as negative? to transfer that into being a blessing. The emotions and physical symptoms we label as anxiety are showing us areas for improvement. Deborah Peterson in her article, The Secret Power of Your Mind to Become What You Think, discusses the idea that you control what you become. You become what you think. She recommends utilizing a mental picture of what you would like your life to become as an intentional replacement for negative self-talk. This same technique can be utilized when our minds begin filling with anxious thoughts. Otherwise, you may find yourself falling into buffering behaviors. These are our overs. Over-cleaning, over-reading, over-seeking information, over-binge-watching TV, overeating, and overexercising. If you remove the word over from any of them, there's nothing wrong with any of those activities, and some are completely necessary for survival. However, when we are looking to buffer or numb out, we begin to overdo things. By being involved in overdoing, we buffer the impact of our anxious thoughts. Let's stick with the tool of visualizing for a moment. If you want different, more positive, non-anxiety-driven thoughts to become your norm, you simply need to slowly and intentionally replace them. Visualize yourself with new emotions that are not anxiety-based. Our brain then begins to think it's already achieving a positive goal because it's familiar with the success feelings you are assigning. Again, the notion that thoughts are not reality. We have the freedom to mold the reality we want. Where does depression play into this discussion? Depression is being past focused, stewing on what has already happened and all the ways it went wrong. Recalling the things we weren't perfect with, 
whether that's relationships, jobs, activities that didn't go as we had hoped. Perhaps we weren't the best student or our parenting approach was far from ideal. We could have been let go from a job or filed bankruptcy, or perhaps it's not a couple big things, but a million little things. Spent money on useless junk, blurted out something rude, forgot to set an alarm clock, locked my keys in the car. One thing we are often very talented at is remembering our mishaps and then beating ourselves up over them. Here's something to consider when you're stuck in the depression loop. Can I change the past? Will all this energy I'm pouring into rehashing what I didn't do perfectly magically undo what happened? Perhaps subconsciously, you're trying to protect the future you by identifying exactly what would have been the perfect action or words, trying to avoid ever making a decision that will cause you to feel pain. Let me tell you from experience, my friend, that isn't living. When you're trapped in the past, it's a type of death that prevents you from being present in the here and now. It's a giant barricade that doesn't allow you to be open to experiencing the joy of the present. There are many things you can do regardless if you're struggling with thoughts and habits that trigger depression or anxious feelings and their resulting behaviors. There's a free workbook that dives deeper into four steps that you can take. You can get the workbook by following the link in the show notes. But to get you started, our first action is that you can decide to bask in the blunders. Set a timer and quickly brain dump every negative thing that you can come up with. I've included a brain dump worksheet in the workbook. Once the timer dings, put the paper in your journal, or heck, you could toss it through the shredder, and then go do something positive. Exercise, meditate, paint, hang out with a friend, walk your dog, the second trick is to talk to the illogical voice. Recognize the anxious and or negative comments floating around in your head, then apply reason and logic. If you're thinking, I shouldn't have eaten fast food, I guess I'll just eat whatever I want for the rest of the weekend. Tell yourself you slipped, but you don't want to have to burn off thousands of excess calories that you could consume over the remainder of the weekend. Jump back on that horse. In the free workbook, you will find two other methods that will help you to gain control over depression and anxiety to begin to live in the here and now. The link to receive the workbook can be found below in the show notes. Until the next Gleanings episode, remember, there's only one precious and unique you. Um.